Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm LeVar Ball and you're listening to the Load Management Podcast, the best in the business. What's going on, everybody? Brand new episode of the Load Management Podcast. Your man Chops out in New York City, uh, living the dream. Got my man Adam out in LA, our good buddy Zion with us as well. Very special episode today. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this. We have the one and only big baller brand chief, LeVar Ball. Great conversation. Obviously, he talked about everything going on with his sons, LaMelo, everything. Adam, really fun conversation. Yeah, I mean, LeVar did his thing. He hyped up his boys as to be expected, but we also talked about the relaunch of the big baller brand and what he sees is the best fit for LaMelo, whether that's the Knicks, the Cavs, the Warriors, or whatever. But yeah, LeVar bought the energy and uh, plenty of awesome sound bites, and we appreciate him rolling through. Yeah, everybody except for Luke Walton will enjoy this podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah. Luke Luke took a few veiled shots, but that was to be expected. Yeah, yeah so uh, really fun conversation. Uh, talked to him last dance with him, too. Um, and his thoughts just on kind of the NBA in general and Rock Nation. He and a whole lot of stuff. A great a episode. A little Jay Z talk too, you know. A little Jay Z talk in there too. So a lot of fun. So let's get to it. We have a very special guest this week. None other than Lavar Ball, BBB, BBB, Big Baller Brand, the man, the myth, the legend. Lavar, what's going on? Man, I like your intro, baby. Bring a lot of energy before we even get started. Let's that's roll. What I, that's what I do. We thank hey, you. Hey, I like us. that. I like that. First off, Lavar, how are you doing? How is everything? Uh, what Man, are you doing to pass the time inside? All that kind of everything stuff. Everything is good. I ain't changed. I'm doing the same thing I always been doing. Uh, only thing now, all my boys is here, so I'm training all of them. It's like old days. Ain't, nothing, ain't nowhere to go, no restaurants and nothing is open. So guess what? Come get your workout on, hang with the fan for a minute, and then go about your business. Are they running sprints in that palace over there, the Big Bowler Brand Palace? Oh, you know I got to take them back to the hills, man. I got to take them back to the real work. We going, we up in the hills running, man. Speaking of your boys, yes, some big months coming up for Lamelo. All of them, all of them for sure. But Lamelo with the draft coming up, yes. Is he going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft? Let's just Most get right definitely. to it. I already told him that. I mean, don't, don't it make sense? Listen, I'm going to tell you all, break it down to you again. <laughs> Whoever is the most popular is usually going to go number one. That's what happened. I told him that's why Zion was the most popular last year. Why? That's why he went number one. I mean, RJ, uh, what's that boy named RJ Barrett? He's pretty good, too. He was doing better, actually, for Duke. But he wasn't as popular as Zion. And the number two guy was your number one point guard in the draft, which is Jay Morant. So, hey, in Melo, you got the most popular and the best guard. Who ain't going to take him number one? But, but LeVar, what, who, what are you hearing from agents and other NBA execs and every, you know people, people around the league? What are they telling you? Hey, they ain't telling me a goddamn thing. They ain't got to tell me nothing. I already know. <laughs> but you got to have some intel. You got to have some insight. Hey, I got enough intel, and it's all up here in the big baller's knowledge. That's right. why I already know. I put things together and I say, you know what? Y'all ain't got to tell me nothing. Folks are saying he go number five. He ain't going at all. No teams want him. Stay away from him. His father's bad. Shoot. How you think he got to be this good? 
Well, LeVar, let me ask you, what if the Warriors get the number one pick? They have Klay Thompson and Steph Curry already. That's they, they say, But I, I'll tell you what they don't got, a LaMelo ball. That boy young can play the game. So you think LaMelo and, and Steph are, are good? Uh, let me tell you this. LaMelo and you are good. LaMelo, my boys <laughs> work with anybody. <laughs> Don't give Young Zion that much credit. Yeah, let's not let's not hype have up a Zion jumper. like that. Yeah, let's not hype up. No, Zion I got like a jumper, that. bro. It, well, Lavar, it's interesting that you say Zion. Zion was the best player on Duke last year. Come on, he was the most popular. He was the best player. He, he was most year. popular. But hey, hey, if you if you watch the game, the go to guy was was Bear. Now 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 Zion had the dunks and stuff, but look who was in there for a longer period of time. Well, Barrett also, too, was projected by, you know, the mock drafts before the season started to be the number one guy. And Barrett exactly. had a very productive season, but Zion yeah. Williamson had a historic Zion, season. Zion, when you when you dunking and doing stuff like that, it's more excitement. So everybody was like, man, the way he was built, and it was just like his, 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 his aura was just getting bigger and bigger, especially with the highlight plays he had, which made him one of the most popular guys in the game. So let me ask you this. How's the aura of LaMelo compared to the aura of Zion Williamson? Melo's is better. On the fact, Melo Melo why? Because Melo worldwide. You take Duke, to, you take you take Zion to Germany or Lithuania or Latvia, Estonia, uh, London. They don't know who he is. Ooh. You take Melo over there, you know who he is. Or, I don't know about Zion had a million. Like five, I two said, take him over there and see. Ask who Zion is. They look at you crazy. Like who is Zion? Hey, Drake knew who Zion was in high school. Ask Canadian. <laughs> You right there. Go on, go a little further. You go across the world, you're gonna know about the ball boys. I guarantee that. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Fifteen different countries. Come on. That's a fact. And Lamelo on the court. What do you think about his development and how teams see his development going the route of playing Lithuania in Australia and not the college route? Well, his development. Here it is. It don't matter how you develop. This this is the thing. If you don't have good work ethic, you're not going to get better. You can have the best development in the world, but if you don't have no good work ethic, you're not going to get better. But if you want to be the best in the world, that's that's the work ethic that all three of my boys, that's what they're striving for. They ain't striving for, hey, man, let me get to the NBA so I can make me some money. They're not worried about that money. They're worried about being the best players ever. And they all got a good start. LeVar, you've talked extensively how you've, how you've thought and think LaMelo's going to be the best of, of your boys, but um, do you remember the moment when you felt that? Was it, you know, when he was 14, 12, or whatever, or you saw him at some game, but well, do you remember well, that always, one moment always, where you're like, oh, always, shit, LaMelo's going to be the best? I always said it like, the youngest is usually the best. And uh, my oldest is Lonzo. He the first. He the best right now. Jello has the potential to be the best on the fact that when you go up in levels, the, the plays stay the same. It's just players get stronger and faster. And Jello is like that naturally. That's why he's the only one built like me. That's why I can't wait for him to get in the league. And like I said, before Jello even was playing, he was playing on one foot. Now he had that surgery on his ankle. I got I got to see him super strong with two feet. He's going to kill him. And then Melo has the experience of, of doing everything earlier. So he's going to be the best in the long run. Do you, we, had, we had Jay Billis on this pod probably a month ago. And he said... Who is Jay Billis? You, you know oh, who Jay Bill is. Lavar, you know who Jay Bill is. Jay, Jay Bill. Oh, yeah, that's the one I don't like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Rudy All Pooh. right, here we go. Go ahead. Okay, well, he said, he yes. said that LaMelo had a Kardashian like come up. And that yeah, because that's a, like I'm saying, you're supposed to be a basketball player. What you doing watching the Kardashians? Anybody <laughs> who start off with the Kardashians, that's why I tell them, stay off of that show, man. Yeah, but you guys have a reality show. It's what? 
You guys have a reality show. Yeah, but we basketball players, man. <laughs> but, you're, <laughs> basketball but, you're, but you're casting shade on the on the kings of reality. You guys have a reality show. Who's the king of reality? The, the Kardashians. A lot of people would say the Kardashians. Are you going to be a queen and be the king? <laughs> Kanye's on the show. Kanye? Oh, one Kanye and all the rest of them women? Come on, man. We got, think- one, we got one woman as Tina's the queen and we the kings. So you don't think that LaMelo's come up, how he came up in the spotlight, is going to turn away NBA teams? Of- well, 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 well let, me, let me ask you this. So, so you want all your, your superstars to come from a humble beginning and, a, and from the ghetto for you to like them? That's basically what you're trying to say. Who cares about Melo, how he came up? with money or whatever. Here's the thing, he came up being respectful. You never see him in no trouble. So don't, don't be like, oh, he's not gonna be a good player because here's the thing, you're not gonna get no killers like I got coming out of Chino Hills. You don't go to Chino Hills to get no players. You don't go to Thousand Oaks or Beverly Hills to get no monsters. You go to these lower income neighborhoods and that's where all your superstars come from. It's just mine come from a different, a different place, but their mindset is the same. But folks be like, oh, no, nah, they, they're not grimy enough. He, he up in the spotlight. Guess what? Everybody, when you get to the league, you in the spotlight. Aren't you trying to get to the spotlight? When you want to be the best player, you don't want to be basic. If nobody asks about you after no games and they don't ask you, what's your name, where you're from, how old are you, you're not going to be nothing. You're going to be all right. But when they ask you questions, you're going to be in the spotlight. He's been in the spotlight since he's been a baby. We was playing AAU, uh, Mellow. We playing 17 years, so we playing up. Lonzo like 14, 13. Is, 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 uh, Mello was 11 years old. Even if you a scout in the gym, you have to go look at that game just to say, let me see what an 11-year-old is going to do in a 17U if I look at him for one minute. So there's a spotlight right there that's been on him all his life. So ain't nothing going to change. All right, so if the spotlight comes on him when the draft goes down, hypothetically in the summertime or whatever, um, mm-hmm. we don't know who's going to get that pick. And you've been on the record saying that you would like him to go to the Knicks. We just asked you, right. you know, how we'd fit with the Warriors, but are you still kind of on board with New York would be the best spot for LaMelo to I go? I think so. The, the, the bright lights on the East Coast, man, if, if everything line up right, and then the Knicks get first pick, get Melo, and then get Jello with him, and somehow get Lonzo in the long run, <laughs> shoot. That's, hey, triple Bs. The well, ball boys on Broadway. I was about to ask Lonzo. Quadruple bees. Yeah, how are you feeling with Lonzo in New Orleans? How how has that been for you I, watching that? Why why why? You know what? It's, it's good watching him on the fact that you have a coach that believes in him. Mm-hmm. Finally, you know, uh, Lonzo's healthy. He always played the same to me. You know, it's just giving him to the, the opportunity now. Now they like okay, Lonzo, here the keys. Do what you do. And he's very good at making everybody around him better. So, so to see him play his, his old style, which, which is good, you know, I never doubted him and been like, wow, he's, he's, he's with the Lakers. I was like, he's not playing his way because the coach don't know how to use him. You know, because he's stuck on – some of these guys are stuck on, oh, he's a rookie. He got to learn from veterans. got to learn what? He know how to pass the ball. He know how to play the game. Let him play. So that's why I was telling even, even Gentry and the other one, I was uh, I said, you know what? He tried to experiment and try to have Lonzo come with the second unit off the bench. I said, man, I had to tell him, my son is not a role player, man. You're never going to get the best out of him. But I'll tell you what, Lonzo ain't going to never be like, yo, man, I need to be in there. I mean, he ain't going to do that. He's too calm and cool. He's going to let you do whatever you want him to do. That's why when I come in, I'll be like, man, that ain't going to work, man. Give him 35, 40 minutes a game if you want to win. 
and let him do what he does. And guess what? Everybody like, oh, he, he's out of the spotlight. He's not with the Lakers no more. So he's doing so much better. When you're a professional, you're playing a, a, around a lot of people anyway. So he, he already know how to grow up. He know what he about in, in L.A. So he can do the L.A. scene on the fact that he's not from the country and you take him to the city to see all these pretty women in cars that you go ballistics and you in the clubs all day. You ain't catching my boy like that because he know how to handle that. So going to New Orleans, the only thing different in the situation, and it's not me or the, or the place where he's at, it's the coaching. Luke and Gentry, two different coaches. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and LeBron, it's, it's not it's not it's not like I mean LeBron he's not playing with LeBron obviously. Hey, if he would have played with LeBron and they let him play with LeBron, he'd still been there. They did that one time and both of them got a triple double. Then didn't see him like that play again. Luke said, "Ah, too much success. Leave that alone. We won't do that again." The spotlight is definitely still. It's not like he went to a team that where there's no buzz. There's obviously buzz in New Orleans. Because right. Zion's there. Zion got that name. I got that buzz. You're the first pick. You got to have buzz. Exactly. So it's, it's. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you this. Tell take us. My boy, take my boy out of the situation and see how much buzz you get. He probably, hey, he'll probably still be out for the season. Mm. He's all saying, no. he said, what, what you got against Zion? That's what you got against Zion. What you got against Zion? You think man. you think they only brought Ooh. Zion back you, because LeVar's on or you, because LeVar's on You think LeVar's I got something team? against Zion? I don't have nothing against Zion, man. That's a young kid, talented. That boy can play. LeVar, he can run you, and jump. But I'm telling you this. I don't care how fast you can run and jump. If you ain't got nobody to get you that ball, guess what you're going to be doing? Running and jumping out there for nothing. <laughs> Put another guard with him to see if you get that. Let me see if you get that, I guarantee you, because your mind won't allow you. If you're a rookie, guess what you're saying? I'm trying to come up too. Lonzo, he don't care about the limelight. How you, how you let Brandon Ingram play in the Lakers all this time, go play one season with Lonzo, and now you're an all-star? Is it that much of a change? <laughs> he, hey, he know how to get him the ball. He know how to let him play. And he know how to let everybody get their shine and say, yo, Zoe behind him 110%. Like, yo, he's an all-star. Zion's the best on the team. He's Lonzo ain't trying to be like, hey, look at me, baby. But I tell you what, take him out the situation and watch what happens. I told him what's going to happen to Kuzma. And look, they thought I was crazy when I was telling them Lonzo made Kuzma. Kuzma hasn't been that. He wasn't that bad with the Lakers this year. Oh, see, look at you. See, you trying to be nice and political. You said that bad. So basically he was bad to you, but just not that bad. Don't put bad in the situation if he's good. People, people, people expected him to be like a third option. He's not that kind of player, Lavar. Hey, I could have told you that, but you don't want to listen. <laughs> what, what? What? How do you think people are going to look back on that trade in five years? How are people going to look back at it in five years? Yeah, because well, where are you looking back people, at it right now? Uh, people, I think people will look at it both both ways. Seeing the success, if, if, if New Orleans has as much success, they're going to say, oh, that was the best trade. If they don't have success, then they're going to talk bad about it. Like, I told you they wasn't that good and this and that. But it's, it's, no matter what happens, it's going to be controversy going either way. If so it Lakers, don't matter. If the Lakers win one title, just one with One NBA, title? Hey, hey, you must didn't hear me a while ago. I heard what you I said. You guaranteed you, none. If you ever get rid of Lonzo, you will never, ever, ever, ever win another title. Until... My boys decide to come back. So, so who would have won the championship this year if, let's say, if it, if we it was on time, like the league happened, the season happened like normally? 
Who would have won the championship? I don't know who would have won, but I'll tell you who wouldn't have won. Does that mean you would have been low-key pulling for the Clippers? I ain't going to low-key. You know who I'm pulling for? The upset of the world. New Orleans Pelicans upset Well, they weren't even the in Lakers. the playoffs, though. But I'm talking that... about if we, was, if we was still time going on, we would have made the playoffs. And then I'm going to tell you what the matchup would have been. Lakers versus Pelicans. Biggest watch game ever. How many games? And just like, just like uh, Golden State upset Dallas many years ago, yep. guess what? This time comes back around, and it would have been the time for the Pelicans to do that. You call the eight over the one seed. How many games yes. would that have gone? Who cares? Go to seven, don't it? Five, whoever, whoever wins the most. That's what I'm talking about. Five games, seven games, whatever. But the Pelicans weren't. I mean, they, they obviously Zion Williamson wasn't around the first the first time they played. I think it was in December. And more, the Lakers ended up being three and one or four and zero oh against the Pelicans. I think it was. So I mean, they they. Oh they, yeah, and they, 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 they and they struggled both times. The first time they well, played. Well, I wouldn't say no. You can't say hey, struggled. Nah, the first game was close. It was a good, it was a good game. No, no, the first game, the first game they struggled against the Pelicans. Hey, first, second, third. I mean, hey, well, you know, in the other games, man, you just gotta leave Lonzo in there, and let him do what he does. That's where you you let him play the longest part of the game. Here's the thing. In the playoffs, it's not an old man's game. It's a young man's game. They're going to win. Why do you say AD, that? AD and, and, and what's the name? And LeBron, they're not going to last. When you're playing against a running team first, your leg is going to be gone. Yeah, but in the playoffs, the, the pace slows down. You don't have the running hey, gun hey, the way you do in the regular season. It slows down because everybody says that until you have Lonzo it in the It does. You look at the pace, you look at the pace hey, statistics, the game slows down. Let, let me tell you, that's, it's supposed to slow down unless you have somebody to say, we don't slow down. If you got a coach saying go 100 miles an hour and you keep saying, oh, man, forget slowing down, walking down, speed it up. They're going to speed it up for seven games. You know, man, all you got to do is double team AD and LeBron until they're so tired. Let somebody else beat you. That's it? Double team AD? All right, man, don't let me coach. It'll be over, man. I'll be the first dude to press. <laughs> who, who's, who's Lonzo guarding in a Lakers matchup? Who, who they putting? Or who's guarding Lonzo and who's guarding and who's Lonzo guarding? Well, don't make it a one-on-one thing. I'm well, you just talked about what? Lonzo speeding up the pace. Okay, speeding up the pace. Lonzo, who, he can guard anybody who's dribbling the ball. You just stay in front of him. What you got to do well, is be uh, ready. LeBron plays point guard usually for the Lakers. That's okay, why you, can, you, can, you can stay in front of LeBron. You just got to bother him. You can stay in front of LeBron. Yeah, but the Drew, Pelicans Drew didn't have any answer for LeBron when they played. Yeah, you can't Drew, put a holiday on him. You, hey, hey, hey. Thank you. How you going to put Holiday on LeBron? How you going to well, put no, any Holiday's one a good defender. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Holiday's a good defender. You have to give him credit for that. But LeBron's a beast. You can't the slow down LeBron the like that the entire He's still game. only 6'4", going against 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, Nobody can guard LeBron one-on-one. Exactly. On one. Yeah. So, therefore, exactly. double team his ass. Very easy. <laughs> I'll take the weakest person on the bench and say double him every time. There we go. Double him every time. I don't care who over and Double team is very easy. easy. Alvin Jammer, take take notes. Take notes. If you I call me, I'll teach you how to beat him. Lavar, there was a perception that you went out of the spotlight after the trade and and all that. Was that a reality what? or or what happened there? What were you talking about? Talk to me again. You said a perception. The perception LeVar was went... that you weren't out in in the media as much after Lonzo went to the Pelicans. You weren't you know, doing your hits and, and making like bold predictions, all this kind of stuff. Was that oh, a reality man. or was it just? No, it felt, it felt like you well, had a lower profile here's the thing. for a while. See, here's the thing. When, when, as you get bigger as a businessman, I got to be some other places and I ain't got time to do all that. And people talking about, well, Lonzo's in the Pelicans. Lonzo did his thing for a year. What do you want me to do? Come up here and say, I told you he's so good. 
shoot, I got to make sure Big Baller Brand is on deck. I got to make sure Mellow's on deck. I got to make sure Jello's doing his thing. I got a lot of stuff going on, man. Folks, if you don't see me in the press and news, don't mean I'm not doing nothing. I got some other adventures going ahead because I don't want to be stable. But when they pop up and they see all this stuff, they're going to be like, I didn't know Big Baller was still working like that. We have an epidemic. We ain't supposed to work. Let's well, we were saying we miss we miss you courtside these NBA games. We miss we miss seeing you, you know, doing your thing at well, MSG. And, and and you, you can go you can you can go courtside when you when you when you stay in LA and it's right down the street. Yeah, I'm not flying to no New Orleans to go sit courtside. I know, but we didn't see you at Staples Center at all this year. Well, my son don't play for the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, but he made it. He made a couple appearances. Whenever he comes home from New Orleans to play the Lakers, I go. There we go. Other than that, I won't be there. Let's talk about Big Baller Brand because there's been some developments. Obviously, first of all, give us the status of it, but then let's talk about the Rock Nation thing. Okay, the status of Big Baller Brand is great, man. Like, like I said, everybody was talking about, oh, it's over, it's this, it's that. Man, the only way Big Baller Brand going to be over is if I stop. It don't matter if Mellow stop, Jello stop, Zoe stop. If I stop it, then it's a done deal. But if I don't stop it, it's going to keep going. And like I said, all I did was make my team 110% better with folks around me, and the growth of it is going to be phenomenal. On the did fact you, that it's an independent family brand. It ain't going to never stop. But you like you officially relaunched it like a few months ago, but did anything like, did any core values or anything about the business like really drastically change? Well, yeah, a, a lot of things drastically change. The customer service, the quality of the material. I mean, anytime you want to succeed or go higher in your business, you're going to have to make change. And, and, and like I tell everybody before, it's somebody, it wasn't nothing wrong with the brand. Somebody did something bad within the brand. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that the brand is bad. You know what I'm saying? So so now I have more knowledge, which I've learned. It's like, no matter how much money and stuff you're making, you can't have one person doing everything where you think he's doing everything. Like, do that for me, do that for me. So now my thing is more hands-on now. I got more more people around me that staying in a lane and doing separate things, and it's just it's just a better feel. It's a better uh, atmosphere to work in where everybody's held accountable. And I think in order to to uh, succeed in business, you have to learn those things. So the issues of you guys being unable to deliver, you know, the sneakers, right. which is like the big thing about you guys, that's a thing of the past. That's a thing of the past, man. That's a thing of the past. And and one of my guys that used to work with me back in the day, he. I was like, man, how we can't get all these orders out? What's 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 the deal with this? And he explained the thing completely to me where now I really understand what went wrong in that aspect. It's like, if you don't do the inventory and then all of a sudden you get this big wave of everybody wanting something and say you want two shirts and a hat and we don't, didn't do the inventory and we don't have the hats. So now we can't, we have to wait to send you two shirts and wait for the hat. We can't just send you two shirts and say, oh, we're going to send you the hat later. So now guys wait another extra week or two and then forget about the order. <laughs> Cause now the hats are in and we forgot about this when you have to go back. And, and that's how things got messed up where now my guy in charge. Now I call him techno Joe. That boy own it so fast that nothing is like that anymore. And everything is, is step by step. And it's, it's, it does the inventory every time. And it's just a better way of doing things, man. So that's why we're getting a lot of people emailing me saying, who's ever in charge now, Man, keep that guy because we getting our stuff in a day or two before. I mean, it's awesome, and it's, it's got, just a good feeling. Now it's a great feeling. Did you guys officially though? I mean, because people were still complaining about the sneakers never being delivered. Did those ever? Did those eventually get yeah, delivered yeah, yeah. to everyone but, that that ordered? Yes, yes. My my guy did as much as he could with uh with the emails, which is 
you know, Joe said, email me with the numbers that you guys have. Cause uh, you know, the other guy, he ordered, not ordered, but told people took their money for the shoes and then, but yeah. we don't know if they don't have their shoes or not. You can't just call us and say, I didn't get my shoes, but you don't have no receipt. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, you know what I'm saying? So truth, everybody, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a hard way to do it. But my guy, Techno Joe, he did it the best way he could. Saying, you know what? If you guys got this paperwork to show that you bought the shoe, I'm going to get you to him. Techno you know, Joe so it was great. So obviously, the uh, everybody signed to Rock Nation. Yes. First thing there, though, did Jay-Z get his shoes? Because Jay-Z, well, Jay-Z says. Jay-Z got his shoes, man. I'm just, he, well, he never said he didn't. He's just saying he ordered a few. So I just, we're just. I think, I think we got out Jay-Z shoes. I know somebody had to get out Jay-Z shoes. If Jay-Z didn't get his shoes, that's because he was on the boat with Beyonce and he missed them. <laughs> you right. can't deliver to the Mediterranean? But, but yeah. no, but, but, but Jay-Z, he's, he's, he's a good thing. Like I said, man, uh, the, the, the things we went through to get to Rock Nation, I, I think you have to go through those things. And I tried to do the friend thing. That's with Harrison. That was the mm-hmm. first agent who I gave Lonzo to. Mm-hmm. He couldn't really do nothing for Jello that I thought he should have been able to do. So guess what? You out. So now we bring in the biggest in the game, which was CAA. Now, CAA, you're not doing exactly what we want you to do. You're doing what you feel like you want to do. So that ain't going to work. So that's how we came to, to Rock Nation. Everything is lined up on the fact that the mindset is, is different. Like, like Jay-Z, let me create you know, Rock Nation, my own thing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's more on our wave to understand that my boys are something special and you can't give them the regular endorsement deal on the fact they ain't here with their own brand. So you got to come at them a little different. And, you know, and, and having all the other ties with, with, with other things they got going on with Rock Nation as far as music and, and other things. Was there any other consideration? So say, say like Clutch was like, yo, we're interested in the three kids or was it always going to be Rock Nation? For this next step. No, no, no. I, I think you have to you have to fill it out and see what it is. Like, like it, it might have been clutch. Um, you know, I still talk to Rich Paul. He's a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know, but I got to see what's best for my boys in the situation. Or what what, what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, did, go ahead. Did Jay get involved at all? I mean, did you guys have negotiations? Well, you know, you know, Jay got to get involved. He, well, yeah, but we did. obviously want to get a little bit of the background. Like, how did you know how intimate was Jay in the conversations and getting you guys into the fold? Well, well, here's the thing. I ain't talked to Jay, but he got people that work for him. So we got to mm-hmm. talk to them first. Yeah. And, you know, when he's doing other things, but he didn't talk to my boys. And uh, I just haven't talked to him, but my boys has talked to him. And, and, and the guys that he got lined up that's on his team, I've talked to them. And I've kind of like, like, okay, talk to them over the phone, but we need to have a meeting. But without, you know, the, the, the pandemic going on, nobody could fly around and, and get that mm-hmm. collaboration. We were going to actually meet up. Uh, right before everything happened, because it was a Clipper game. They was going to come down and watch the uh, Pelicans play the Clippers, and that was the perfect time that we never got a chance to do that. What's the fit looking like for the next Rock Nation brunch, LeVar? Because you know that's a big thing. So you got What's that? The Rock Nation brunch. Jay-Z you does a Rock, Rock Nation he brunch. What he is does that? Like I don't a, know what that is. He does like a brunch every spring. Like all the big celebrities show up uh, and everything. It's like a big thing. It's like a, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, ne- so, I never heard of that. Yeah, Rock Nation brunch. Google Rock Nation brunch. That's what it's called, Rock Nation brunch. Lavar, I guarantee you're getting an invite this year with the uh, with the Rock Nation deal. Yeah, they need okay. big baller brand there. <laughs> big baller brand that step and repeat at the Rock Nation brunch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But is you know, that like but, a big thing? Because like, all you guys seem like you're about it. Is it Grammys or Oscars it. weekend? It's, it's Grammys weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's a big thing. Yeah. No, it's a big thing. All the big celebs go. 
okay. Um, I'm sure you know that with the pandemic. I, I mean, by next by next spring, it should be back on. You know? okay. Boy's gonna get invites. Just make sure you're one of the plus ones. <laughs> yeah, one of the plus ones. Okay, okay. All right, you you mentioned casually collaboration with you know Jay Z and Rock Nation. One of the rumors has been a potential big baller brand and Puma collab because obviously Jay Z has the Puma ties. So, is wow. that potentially down the road? Are you guys having it's, discussions? It, 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 is that something that you, you think could actually happen? You got to think it's potentially down the road, lest we wouldn't even you know collaborate with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, um, I don't know. And, and and like I said, I'm not going to know until we have a meeting. And sit face to face, and and I see what they bring into the table, and I, they see what I'm bringing to the table, and if we can be both transparent on what we want out of the deal, and it works together, then we'll do it. If not, it's okay. We'll just stick to the other things that we're doing and, and go from there. That makes sense. Lavar, have you been watching The Last Dance? The Last Dance, yes. Oh, I mean, what else is left to watch, man? <laughs> Ain't nothing I- left. Especially if you're basketball fans. And, and here's the thing: we've already seen all this happen before, man. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 you know, growing up, you guys are not that young where you haven't seen Michael Jordan play. You know, no, that's, I, that's for the younger kids to see how this guy was. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that, our man Zion, Zion, Zion right here. This right is all new to Zion right here. That's <laughs> not <laughs> new. It's not new, but it's I, new. It's I, new. I haven't no, he's, seen he's lying most right of now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you a youngster, and you ain't seen him do his thing. Man, that boy was cold, man. Well, Levar, you know, everybody's going to bring up the Michael Jordan quote you had a few years back about the one-on-one. One-on-one. He can't do nothing with me. Too fast. Too strong. You're watching this now, and you're like, you're like, hey, you still. I can watch this now, later. With Jesus, he still can't beat me one on one. Not one on one. Why? I just bag him in. He too little. <laughs> All right, are you being Zion one on one? Am I being Zion? Man, if I can beat Michael Jordan, you know I can beat Zion too slow. Who just says too big and too fast? Zion is too big and too fast for you. Too fast for me? He's not strong enough for me. He's too eighty-five. Ain't strong enough for me? What? <laughs> He's two eighty-five. Okay, just because you weigh a lot mean you're strong? Okay, I was so 270 and cat quick. Ain't no way he can go. He's too slow. I'm watching him. LeVar, Le- how do you re- how would you have react if, say, one of your sons was playing back in the day and Michael Jordan punched them in the face in practice like he punched Steve Kerr? Uh, how, would, how would I respond or my son respond? How would they respond and you respond? Well, shoot, man. Come on, man. Hey, hey let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. <laughs> now, I know you have, and I know you have. I wouldn't have to say nothing because I instilled that in my boys from day one. Did you see the way Melo slapped the shit out of that boy yeah, overseas? Yeah. I saw that. I saw That's that. That's to tell you right there. Somebody <laughs> taught him. If somebody put their hands on you, pow, before they even react. That's going to happen with all my boys. I teach them that from, from babies. That's good to know. That's good so to you know. Ain't, I ain't got to be like, oh, you hit my son. Here I come. Shoot. My son better lay off on you so quick you don't know to, to tomorrow. I think a lot of people, a lot of people didn't know that that's how Michael Jordan was in practice. He was a, a very uh, intense individual. Well, let me, let me tell you this, man. When you playing basketball and you that good, everybody's gonna get a little testy. I wanted to fight my brothers, and that's my family playing against them. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine somebody you don't know, or just I mean, if you're that competitive, you're gonna get into that game like that. And it's, 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 I mean, if you. Put the spotlight on all the players, they all like that. But if you don't put the spotlight on like that, some people's names ain't big enough. And it's like, man. Some, I think some people would argue LeBron wouldn't be like that, that intense. Is I think the big discussion has been that LeBron doesn't treat his teammates like that. LeBron don't treat his teammates like that. Well, 
That's because y'all ain't caught him on film teaching him like that. That's all. They just ain't caught him on film. I'm pretty sure going through his career, he 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 done said that a few times. Like, man, what's what's your problem? And I, and if they really really got a close up, when uh, I think when he was playing in high school, the little bitty guard acted up and he tried to pull him to the side. He probably cussed him a few times because I don't I don't see LeBron being young and from the hood talking about, come on guys, you got to get it right. I'm pretty sure he threw some some verbal language through there that said, man, what the you doing, man? Your daddy over there coaching you over here effing up the game. But, you know, they don't want to catch that part. Yeah, the Drew Joyce, uh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. You, you know, I look at the last dance on some of the things where I, I see Mike when he says, well, I, uh, I I wish you guys could be me more than a day. I don't, I don't want to be like this. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike, I had an easy remedy to that. Stop shooting the ball that much. Be sorry as hell. And just go about your business. Ain't nobody gonna treat you like that no more. <laughs> he being that good because he want to be treated like that. He like folks coming up to him. And it's just like, oh, I have to go to this interview and that interview, and I'm so tired and I don't want to do this all this year. Yes, you do. Elsewise, you would be sorry. Pass the ball every single time. Let him ridicule you for a minute, and then you're gonna just fade out. Yeah, I think it's very interesting that uh, MJ greenlit this doc on the day that the Cavs won the. 2016 title. Yeah, see, come on, man. Damn. That's why I say, and then he said, that's the, you know, I, I just look at some of the things when he say, well, that's the type of person I am. I want to tell you everything. You want to tell me everything after you didn't turn 50? Stop it. <laughs> that's very true. Now, now, now they come out with that one. Now they're coming out with a, another one called Black Ball. The Clippers one, yes. The Clippers yeah, died. I mean, they coming out with so much old stuff, man. I might try to go find some of my old dudes in the hood to come out with my own thing. I was saying, when's the LeVar Ball documentary coming out? I know. I got to go find my folks. Either they have dead or in jail. That's going to be a hard thing trying to look for these folks. <laughs> you got to find the footage? You got to find it. And they had no footage, man. That's, you got to hear what they got to say. You know how many people had cameras in the hood? None. <laughs> That's why when the newsman come in there, man, they used to perform in the background. Like, oh, they got camera. <laughs> so the stories from your younger days would be absolutely wild man you hear some stories from back in my days man y'all be shocked man it'd be shocked because some of the some of the stuff that i have man it's it's like if you ever run into some dudes that that was back in my heyday and they know how i talked and how i was man even like like a lot of people that went to college with me man and i told them you know with my wife uh, when I first met her, I walked up to her. I asked her her name or nothing. And I said, you know what? I don't know what me and you going to do, but we're going to do something together. And now everybody who's with me or heard that go through the whole campus, say, oh, that dude's cocky. And to see that me and Tina is married now with three boys, they'd be like, man, that dude said the exact same thing. <laughs> and I told her, I told her how many boys we was going to have. And I said, we're going to have three. I said, because you can't have babies like that. I'm telling you. You know, here's a weird thing that I always say, though. People... People who can't take usually take care of a lot of kids, they have they don't have no problem having no kids. And people that usually can take care of them, you might have one, two, three at the most. And it's, it's weird like that. Because I know some girls, man, that's, that's in the hood, have babies so easy. It's like, man, how many babies you got? Eight? <laughs> Seven? Like, dang! <laughs> and then you got folks that live in these nice neighborhoods. How many kids you got? One? <laughs> two? You know, but it's, it's it's just like that. Oh well, that's just my philosophy. You know, everybody else got a different philosophy. That, but but I but I knew I was gonna have me three boys. 
There you go. You called it, LeVar. You have a, a nice appreciation of 90s era basketball, I would say, and today's yes. basketball. A lot of debates come up, especially one between who's better, Draymond Green and Charles Barkley. That has oh. sent social media off the reservation. What do you think about when something like Charles Barkley gets compared to Draymond Green? When Charles Barkley gets compared, see, you're asking the wrong dude now because I don't like Charles no more. Charles was my favorite player. Well, that's why I asked you, LaFarge. He was my favorite player back in the day. Now, shoot, I'm siding with Draymond Green. Draymond Green, a better, way better player than Bro Kip. <laughs> Donut Man. I don't deal with him no more, man, because he talks so crazy and stupid and idiotic that I'm just like, man, come on. Yeah, but you got to be able to, to separate the commentator from the player. Well, let me tell you this, man. You uh, They're always going to talk about the controversy of people in different eras. You're never going to get that. You know, who's a better player? This guy or that guy? You're never going to get You're always going to have controversy in talking, so you really can't say who's better, you know. Because if, if you want to talk about the, the, the baddest guy to play the game, look at Kareem. Nobody can stop the hook shot. Mm-hmm. That's a cold, that's a cold offensive weapon where you can just throw the ball inside and he's going to give you a hook shot with either hand. And, and, and seeing for them to say, you know, the, the stuff that Will Chamberlain did back in the day. But the best thing you can say is, oh, that guy wouldn't have did this in that era. Oh, that guy wouldn't have did this in that era. Well, you don't know. You don't know. Because I'm going to tell you some other things that went on in them eras too, where, where politically some, some other things was going through them dudes' heads. <laughs> I don't know if you can play with that kind of stuff on your head. These youngsters nowadays, you ain't got nothing on your head. <laughs> Get different kind of problems. Yeah, different, exactly. Like, you understand what I'm saying, and it's like, man, come on, let's let's put everything in the right situation. Let's just put him in there and let yeah. him play. See if they're gonna, you know, jam you up after this game. But you yeah. can at least acknowledge that Charles Barkley, with his stats and the overall skill set, was a better player than Draymond. Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: uh, Draymond, better ball handler. Uh, better shooter, better uh, shooter. LeVar, I don't know about that. Better shooter than Charles. Nah, you, from you, three, you from three, maybe it's different. Different era. Charles didn't yeah, take Charles three. Charles and Charles. Oh, see, now we're going back now to different eras. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, uh, but you, have, on, you have to have I'm, context I'm for this. For I'm going discussion. on this right here. Draymond gonna take more jumpers than Charles because, like you said, Charles is so strong. He going inside. They put that rule in where you can't keep dribbling the ball for five seconds doing that because Charles' butt was so big. He can't back down for ten seconds. Kill you one on one. He's going to kill you one-on-one like that. Like you said, the era has changed where you got guys doing better things now. Charles is like, man, I might dribble up once or twice, go around everybody and dunk. But Charles is the guard first. But then he start, people start passing him the ball because he's so strong in the paint. So that's why I'm saying Draymond dribbling the ball more and shooting more, so that's going to make you better at that. But as far as being a better rebounder and a better scorer, I'm going to have to go with Charles. Yeah, of course. And if you need someone to take over a game, Charles can take over a game. I don't know if Draymond well, can actually do that. Well, you don't know if Draymond can take over a game yet because he's never been put in that situation. I mean, fair. I mean, I mean with the talent around him, that's fair. If you're a franchise but, player, so you got But he's never guy. asked to do that also. Charles was asked to do that all the time with the Sixers and the Suns. Well, when you're paying the most money for a guy, I'm asking you to do it too. Yeah, but well, when you got Clay, I'm saying, hey, just do enough. We're Draymond good. Draymond LeVar, did you say what's his name? You, uh, <laughs> no. you say what's his name? His name's Steph. Come on. He knows. Uh, he you knows. know what? Here, here's the thing. When you your age, you remember everybody's name. Oh, when you yeah. get my age and you got so many names, you say what's his name? I'd say what's his name to my own son. I don't know which one coming around the car. <laughs> He's got business I'm on telling mind, you though. two things is happening, man. I'm still sharp with my wits, but I'm getting old. <laughs> I feel on that. LeVar, before we get you out of here, can we play a little quote game? 
Yes. So we have four quotes, and they're either okay. from you or another famous person, and we're going to see who, who can tell who they're from, okay? Okay. So here's the first one. I know I must be a genius to plan it this well. Me. <laughs> how, how would I not know? I got to be I, dumb as hell or old as hell. I can't remember if I don't know what I said. Yeah, well, we're just uh, well, we're testing that memory right now. We're yeah. testing the memory. We're testing okay, it. Okay, there you so, go. LeVar, that was, a, that was a LeVar ball quote, one of my yes. favorite ones. I love that one. I know I must be a genius to plan it that well. And look, yes. you're about to have two sons in the NBA and Jello's in the I'm about to have three in the NBA. You're about to have three in the NBA. So that quote is looking very good in hindsight. Here's another one. I didn't want to play it boring or play it safe. I also didn't want to innovate too me. much. I don't know who that is. Too many words. Too many. Any word to say safe in it, that ain't me. <laughs> that, any guesses? Any guesses, Zion or Adam? No. Repeat it one more time and I'll, I'll, I'll say, let me see. I didn't want to play it boring or play it safe. I also didn't want to innovate too much. Man, who the hell says something like that? Is a sports figure? No, that is Kanye West. Kanye oh, West said that. Oh, Kanye Jesus. West. Wow. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is that the good Kanye or the bad this Kanye? Was, this, was, this was older Kanye. This was before. So the good Kanye. You know. The Kanye we actually yeah. fucked with. Yeah, okay. yeah. That was before, oh, you know. Not MAGA Kanye. Yeah, well, all right. We went there. We went there. All right. Here's another one. There's only two dudes better than me, me and I'm both of them. There we me. go. <laughs> Let him get the Where did you out. say that, LeVar? Do you remember when you said that? I said every night before I go to bed. <laughs> well, you said it in public this one time on Monday Night Raw. Oh, I know I said it a couple of the few times. Yeah. I don't know, but I always that was say on, that. That was when you guys appeared on Raw. And, oh, uh, okay. A great appearance. I'm actually surprised you haven't been back on WWE television with your sons. Wow, me either. Because that's like the perfect area for you. You could definitely be a wrestling manager if you wanted to in another life. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be no master manager. Too much time. <laughs> I got you. All right, here's one last one. There's no I in team, but there is a win. That ain't me. That ain't me. Uh, that's somebody else. Say that again. There's no, there is no I in team, but there is a, there is an I in win. I just heard that. Um, Michael Jordan. That is Michael Jordan, yes. Yeah, yeah, because he, he was talking about that, man. One of the coaches was telling him, yo, we got to do this because we got to play like a team. Doug Collins, yeah, he was talking Doug to Collins Doug Collins. was trying to tell uh, yes. uh, what, Phil, Phil, yep. we don't want to do the trying. We want to stay with this type of stuff. He said, nah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's either an MJ quote or a Kobe quote. It was MJ, Adam. That yes, was MJ. MJ. First. MJ, yes, Michael Jordan. All right, so there we go. You know, all four of those are kind of similar, LeVar, so I was just trying to, you know, Give, give the people some uh, perspective on the genius of LeVar. Hey, man, y'all good at what you do. I got to tell you. <laughs> we LeVar, appreciate LeVar, that, I got to ask you one last yeah. thing because Adam's a Knicks fan and I'm a Knicks hater. So, okay. obviously, the Knicks are a pathetic franchise, we know. <laughs> they are. How can LaMelo Ball save the Knicks franchise? LaMelo Ball can save the Knicks franchise if he get his two brothers over there with him. <laughs> Is that the only way? The only way. Uh, what would a conversation between you and James Dolan be like? You got all three of my boys over there. It'd be very good. <laughs> well, I'll let you know. You'll be winning. Hey, we'll be winning and grinning. But I'm going to tell you this. Check this out. Just being realistic. If all three of my boys is on the same team playing in New York, what other game is there to watch? Can you just do me a favor as a Knicks fan? Can you make enough billions with Big Baller Brand to buy out James Dolan? 
Oh man, uh, do, hey, that, please. do that. Let's do just that. do that. We'll see, man. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the thing, which y'all don't even know. He might be nice when I get over there. If I get over there, well, here's the thing. The players say change. the players actually say nice things about James Dolan as you know, a guy who takes care of the players. Now, yeah. the people that work under him and the fans and everyone around, you know, who worship him, he might change. You never know. You never change. know. He might change. Well, hey, well, hey, what? He might change his, his attitude if he start winning a lot and, and everybody start being, you know, more conscious towards him well, and giving if, him a little better. If your son is as transcendent as you think he is, yes. then, then as a, hey, not, not as, as I think, happen. as I know. Excuse they just got to you know. all believe in the same thing that we, we're trying to do here, and, and it, it'd be a good thing. LeVar, as a Cavs fan, you did say you did you did not want LaMelo to go to the Cavs, so that kind of hurt me. Mm. Smart man. Huh? I know. This, see, this is what other people didn't understand, too. They, they asked me where I would like him to go, like I said, to the Knicks, big city. My thing is this. Wherever the best coach is, is going to believe in him and let him do what he let him do what he does. I don't care where he at. There we go. You, you know you, what? You guys already my, been to Cleveland. Thing. They say, where would you like him to go, LeVar? You know, the preference is, is like this, the big city is like that. But I want him to go somewhere because you can go to a big city and have a raggedy ass coach and, <laughs> and be like he was with the Lakers. We was right next door with the bad coaching. Well, the so best that's what I'm saying. You got to have the best coach who believes in you because no player is going to be as good as he is until he has somebody. It's just like before Magic really got going. That dude, what's the name? Paul Westhead had won championships. But to let Magic go, that's when Pat Riley came in and said, dude, do you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Phil came in with Jordan. I believe in Jordan doing this. You just got to have the right coach come in there and believe in you and let you do what you do. And, and that's how you get to be successful. You could be as good as hell, but if you don't have the right coach behind you, it's not going to work. Well, the best coach at the top of the draft is Steve Kerr. So then if you if you want that to be the avenue of success, you better hope that the Warriors land that number one pick and take your kid. If you take him, I mean, to, to, to Kerr, like I said, hey, how do you coach the Golden State Warriors? <laughs> I mean, God, you got that many players. I mean, you can coach them, man. Come on. Close your eyes and po- feel the It's about managing personalities. You got to manage personalities, LeVar. Yeah, that's true. What personality you got to manage when you're winning? LeVar, there's been a lot of Kevin Durant stuff recently that shows that it was not easy for them. That yeah, man was very, very just. Hey, you can say what you want after he's gone, but when yeah, he was there, trust and believe. You see what happened when he wasn't there. That's true. You can't beat Toronto. <laughs> That's well, true. No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. There were some injury situations there. Yeah. I'm uh, just saying, well, when you got these guys, but you can you can talk about everybody's attitude when they win it. And then when they lose, I mean, when they leave, that's when you could be like, yeah, but ego oh, eventually was, breaks up great teams. Well, that's that's what happens. That's why one of the things that I always say is, if all three of my boys get on the same team, I, I tell them it's a wrap because all three of my boys are good, and they're not gonna play for the money, and they would play their entire career together because neither one of them is gonna be like, well, I'm scoring the most points now, give me 50 mil. Well, I'm the leader, give me 60 mil, or I'm gone. You'll never be able to break them up. And once they figure that recipe on how to win, now you make the sacrifices of don't pay each one of my boys 50 mil, 50 mil, 50 mil. How about you pay them 30, 30, 30 and go get the other players to help them rebound there we and, go. And, and, and play defense. And so now you're not giving them top dollar, but they'll make so much off the court that you won't even worry about that. There we go. Now you have championship teams again. You can't have no championship team now because everybody won't be their own and they're not together. 
It's just like, okay, LeBron, you won with Kyrie. Kyrie, you want your own team? Come over here. Give you more money and your own team. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> now, you're never going to get these guys. Look at KD. When it comes to championships, I got my rings now. I'm good. I'm solidified as champion. Bye. It's usually how it happens. It's going to happen like that because when you brought up in the hood, you, you to be that dude, you got to be a solo man. You got to be like, no, I'm trying to get mine. Otherwise, you're not going to be that superstar. That's what the grit and grime come from. And there one of is. the things, one of the things that which 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 I alleviated from my boys is, if I always told them somebody got to be better than Jordan, why not you? Where a lot of these other guys and the pressure that they put on their kids, you 18, 19 with all this talent, and you saying, yo, you got to make it to the league so you can get us and the family out of the hood. I never told my boys, hurry up, man, so you can get me and your mama out of Chino Hills. We don't like these pools and hills and stuff like that. Hurry up and get us up out of here. You know, so it's no pressure on them where people was thinking the pressure. Because usually where you're putting all this pressure on the 18, 19-year-old kid to become a lottery pick and to, to bring the whole family and everybody up out of there. I take yeah. that out of my boys so they're not playing for the money. So what, what happens is some of these guys get to the NBA and make their little money, and then they, they ease up. Like, okay. My boys is the drive itself within on the fact that I told them somebody got to be the best ever. Why not you? So that's what they plan for. Makes sense to us, LeVar. Thank you, LeVar, so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed day out there. Yes, you too, LeVar. We'll see you later. Yeah, LeVar, thank Take you, care. man. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Huge shout to LeVar Ball for joining us. Uh, I think he delivered on everything and more than we thought we were going to talk about. Uh, he didn't know about the Rock Nation brunch. That was my biggest takeaway, I think. Uh, I can't wait to see his fit. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he needs to go to the Rock Nation brunch. And if his boys now are with Rock Nation, which whatever, I think the official announcement was a few weeks ago, um, the boys are definitely going to get invites if they're not playing ball when it's going down. And LeVar needs to come with the most outrageous, ridiculous tuxedo of all time in true LeVar Ball fashion, but um, that was LeVar Ball that you expected. He brought the energy. He answered every question. He made proclamations. He took some shots. Um, he was his honest, typical LeVar Ball self, and it was I think it was one of the more fun conversations we've had um, with our guests recently. Yeah, I loved it. We even got some Zion shots about how young he is. Uh, we always get those shots in. Yeah, we do. It's BBB till we die. You feel me? There we go. Zion, you got, you got shoes right on the now. way, pal. Yeah, Zion. No, I, I should have asked for a shirt. That's what I should have. Right? We should. I'm about to. Yeah, I'm about to. talking about you DM people left and right Chuck, using complex Chuck, sports to get all kinds of shit. You should have asked for your order. I was too scared to ask for my order. <laughs> the backstory is I ordered big BBB shoes and 
I, I was too scared to ask during the episode. <laughs> so you never got your sneakers? No. You got your money back though, right? No. What, what, what are you doing then? You should have. Oh, come on, man. We asked if Jay-Z got his sneakers. Why didn't you ask if you got because, yours? Because like, he would ask me for maybe the confirmation number. He would have taken care of you right there. Business is, business is booming for Big Ball the Brand Shout out right to now. Techno Jerry. Uh, yeah. Techno Joe. Techno Joe. Techno, Techno Joe. My bad. Yeah, shout out to him. BBB is back and better than ever, it sounds like. Zion's so, decked so Big Ball of Brand owed you about $400 in apparel? Uh, I need those shoes. Yeah, maybe I'll bring it up after this. Four ninety five. You got zipped to the Zotus. Yeah, I was I was gonna flip them. Maybe I don't know. Uh, uh, you probably weren't. Yeah. Uh, really fun episode. We appreciate everybody for listening once again. We're not stopping. We're continuing. We have hopefully another big episode lined up for next week. Uh, I'm excited for it. So we'll talk. Um, we'll talk about the last dance because those will be the final two episodes. And as of right now, as of Tuesday, when this episode drops, no one will have seen episodes 9 and 10. So hopefully we get some cool revelations and more Jordan throwing massive shade. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it. Uh, So appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, rate, give us those five stars, listen, follow all of us on Twitter, Peachop underscore um adam caparel on twitter whatever zion's twitter is follow complex you know sports on twitter <laughs> my full name you know don't disrespect yeah me if you want to follow zion on twitter young I, zion's I desperate for twitter followers so nah, please I, I give him no, yeah you twitter are pal you are yeah you. no, you're caping so hard on twitter for is, followers it's disgusting right, sometimes right, that, end the episode yeah that's not sure uh but everybody you know have a very safe week uh we love all of you and thank you for listening Special thanks to our producer, Alejandro De Jesus, our associate producer and sound engineer, Jasmine Plata, production manager, Chancel Correa, talent booker, Shanice Kelman, director of talent relations, Kristen Price, Harrell, manager of operations in LA, our man, Josh Dodd, senior director of operations, Jen Stewart. Very special shout out to my man, Donnie Kwok, for running the whole damn thing around here. We'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.